We have a candle lit in front of us right here because if you've been listening for many, many years on this podcast, we've tried everything under the sun, and this is all the only thing we haven't really tried yet. So there's a candle in front of Raleigh and I right now in my place. Fun fact, we recorded like 10 minutes, and then Kevin's computer had a heart attack, and we entered this episode with a lot more optimism. Pretend optimism, albeit. I'm so mad right now. We just lost that 10 minute because there's some high energy in there. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dogs More podcast, number one Browns podcast on the planet. You got Kevin and Raleigh. And we're going to try and salvage the 10 minutes we just had. Let's condense it real quick. My first thing I want to say is round two, baby. Round two. Can everyone please relax? We're two and two. The the pessimism. First of all, I'm the resident pessimist here. So let's, let's keep it a buck. Everyone's saying on the Twitter, uh, not everyone, but a lot of people saying, oh, even with the healthy Deshaun, you know, we probably wouldn't beat him. Let's just roll over and forget this game and go on to the, the easier teams. Uh, hello? One, there's no easier teams for the Cleveland Browns. Let's be real here. And two, I don't want you in this fan base and you're just going like, to oh, just roll over. Let's quit. Give up. Forget this game. It's San Fran. They're coming to town. They're 5-0. and They got, you know, the top, top of the stats and everything. That's stupid. Uh, yes, Kevin. That being said, I kind of have. <laughs> we're literally saying the same shit we said on the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like there's some merit to that one because you know both of these teams are going to be in the Super Bowl, no doubt about that. Not yeah, a this doubt is a in my mind. For the Super Bowl. You're right. And beating a team twice is really, really difficult in any sport. So maybe we give them this one. And apparently, we lost the bye week, which. I didn't we think came out more injured after the bye than we did going into the bye. I didn't know that was a thing, but I guess here we are. It sucks. Uh, for those of you that aren't looking at Brown's updates constantly on your phone, uh, Deshaun Watson a couple weeks ago was supposed to play against the Ravens. Then like a minute before the game started or an hour before, he said, I can't go. And we're like, oh, shit. Brown's got absolutely dominated. So then we go into the bye week like, okay. Uh, get healthy, I guess. It's not that serious of an injury, but we also have no idea. And then this past week, following the bye week, he has not been practicing. So we're getting updates. The whole media is just watching, and they're just giving us the updates where they end up saying, and Deshaun's not practicing again. So we're like, holy shit, he's probably not going to play Sunday, which is probably a good thing because we need him to get healthy if we're going to make any type of epic run. Please, God, let there be an epic run. After this game, hopefully the Browns beat the Niners, but this team is easily the best team in football. Yes, absolutely. By the way, this is also going to be the pregame episode for this week because it's kind of hard to do a pregame episode. For those of you that don't know, every Friday or sometimes Saturday, we do a five-minute episode that comes out to give you all the basic info, you know, the spread, the weather, the injuries, the news, the Stefanski stuff. Um, 
I don't know who's playing quarterback officially. It's probably P.J. Walker. I don't know who's playing on the line yet. I don't know if Najoku's playing. That's why we're not doing an interview this week with a San Fran podcaster because having a conversation about Deshaun Watson playing quarterback versus P.J. Walker playing quarterback is two different worlds of conversations. And I don't need to hear what I already know about them. They're coming in. They're 5-0. and The spread for this game is 8.5 in favor of San Francisco, over under 36.5. 1 p.m. on Sunday, Brown Stadium on Fox, 54 degrees is the forecast, 50% chance of rain. Normally, I'd be like, all right, some good Midwest fall weather. It gives us the up. But no, San Francisco has shitty weather, too. Let me give you something real quick here. 49ers offense, third overall, third in rushing, eighth in passing, second scoring. Their defense, third overall, second with rush, 12th passing, first in scoring. Here's where everyone's all bummed out and doom and gloom for Sunday, and we're used to this feeling. We're starting our third quarterback in five games. That's nothing new to us. In 1-31 and and other seasons where it was just horrendous, <laughs> one difference here, we've never had the number one offense in the NFL, which we do right now, knock on wood. You mean defense? We've never had the number one defense in the NFL, which we do right now. Pardon me. Thank you, Raleigh. Brock Purdy, San Francisco, coming in. They're 5-0. and They are a wagon. There's just no, there's no way around it. They are the best team in the league, as we've already said. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. He's completing 72.1% of his passes this season. He's got nine touchdowns, zero interceptions. He's 10-0 as a start in the regular season. Of course, the last pick in the draft is a stud quarterback for another team. Hey, to, to expand on that, uh, this is maybe for my mom. The term Mr. Irrelevant yes, is last pick in the that draft. That is for the last pick in the draft. And that guy, correct me if I'm wrong, has never been at any position has never been good correct like there's been undrafted guys uh that didn't get drafted obviously that have like had hall of fame careers but i don't Mr. know Mr. Relevant Mr. Relevant he's like good. literally never been good at all let alone all of these record-breaking so the point of that and the, the problem here is that brock purdy is a stud they also have so many weapons between christian mccaffrey with seven tds on the season they have so many different guys who can all take over a game any week of the season, okay? Here's what I'm getting at. Here's why I read all their stats. Here's why I'm saying anything about Brock Purdy. They haven't lost a game since last calendar year. They have not been punched in the mouth yet in a very, very long time. This defense that we have is the one that can do it. I know things are a little, again, I've said this many times in this episode, already, doom and gloom. But they have not gone against this defense or defense of this caliber. We th- they thought that was what they were getting with Dallas last week, but they stomped them with 42 to 10. Browns are number one defense in the league. San Francisco has not been punched in the mouth in a long time. Why not this week? It's not official. Probably till today is Friday. If you're listening to today, it comes out. Deshaun has been nursing the injured shoulder for the last few weeks. It is all but official that P.J. Walker undrafted 2017 out of Temple University will be our starting quarterback on Sunday. He's got seven starts when he was uh, in Carolina for three seasons, has a four and three record, was the offensive MVP in the XFL. I'm trying here, guys. (laughs) The good news is that he's seen several NFL games. He started several NFL games, okay? A little different than DTR as a fifth-round rookie coming in. We still don't know if Joel Batonio is going to play. He hasn't practiced all week. His 102-game streak is obviously in question. Najoku played after the fire incident, but 
He hasn't practiced much this week, if at all, because obviously there's a lot that lingers there, and that's, I'm assuming, a very painful thing, especially putting a helmet on. Deshaun, obviously, is probably going to be out. So, yeah, P.J. Walker, baby, it's time. Punch him in the mouth, defense. Get some defensive touchdowns, defensive scores, and I want to go to John Boy this weekend. Yeah, we're watching the game of John Boy on Sunday. Yeah. If you're in Chicago, come to Goodnight John Boy down in the West Loop. Great time. Good Cleveland Browns bar. We'll be there. And yeah, until then, this is one of those games where, and I hate just because I'm, we're all sickos for the most part. The whole weekend, I'm just, I just want to get to Sunday. Yeah, like I love the weekend, but I got to get to Sunday to see what happens in this game. I'll tell you what, a walk in his interview this week, he sounded confident. He's talking about exactly what they need to do. Jim Schwartz is eight and one against Kyle Shanahan. Oh, let's go! I like that stat, Kevin. We're trying here, folks. The defense is confident. And again, people that with all this pessimism on Twitter and everything, that's not in that locker room. Them boys like this challenge. They want this challenge. We need big games, okay, from special teams and defense. Let's just, let's just get weird, man. Get some onside kicks, some goofy plays. Why not? Throw everything at them. Let's chill out on the offensive goofiness. Okay. Sixth game in the season. Kevin can't hold anything back. Uh, fifth. 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 Damn it. We're two and two. Again, it is the fifth game of the season to echo you. That's exactly it. Period. Long season left. If we lose to an NFC team, it ain't the end of the world. Please, God, just make Sunday competitive. Give, give us a miracle. Um, you know what? I'm going in. I'm still pumped. I have confidence. I want to be the team that punches this team in the mouth. Let's keep it a close game. Let's shock the league. Why not us? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to Dogs of War Podcast. Good night, Cleveland. Any given Sunday, you could see him arrive. He stood six foot two, weight 225. Number 32, he was better than the rest. Everybody knew that he was the best. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. He was a first round pick in the 57 draft. Started setting records at the League of Gas. Had a debut like few in sports history. He was rookie of the year and the MVP. Jim Brown. No one ever seen anybody like Jim. Year after year, the competition was him. Touchdown after touchdown, win after win. Title after title kept raking them in. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. Then came that game on that day in December that still to this day is reminisced and remembered. The world stood still and hearts beat fast. Not one point scored, 0 0 at the half. But hold on. The third and fourth quarter, they kept fighting hard through touchdowns and field goals and Jim's rushing yard. Cleveland had 27 and the Colts had none. The Browns were triumphant, the championship was won. Jim Brown, Jim Brown, Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown. 
seasons, he never missed a game. He was voted into the Pro Bowl every year that he played. He had eight leading rushing seasons, three MVPs, and still holds a franchise record for most rushing in the league, Jim Brown. From a director's chair on a movie set, Jim broke the news that they'll never forget. He said he'd made up his mind, he said it was time. He said he retired, it was the end of the line for Jim Brown. Jim Brown, Jim Brown, Big Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Now his jersey's retired, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's got a ring of honor and a statue in his name. You can sum up this man in one single line. He's the greatest NFL running back of all time. Big Jim Brown. Jim Brown, Jim Brown, Big Jim Brown.